Yeah, I can go. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> All right. I just want to check. Okay. <laughs> so whenever you're ready. Okay. Um, and this is episode 78. And today we're going to talk about an environment in which you learn best. Go to that. Okay. Yeah. What is that for you? Um, this for me actually mm-hmm. goes to Yasmin's workshop. Okay, so Yasmin of Negotiatress. Yes, Negotiatress. Mm-hmm. Um, the part where I discovered um, that women learn differently, and then it was emphasized in the Pretty Deadly uh, training, where mm-hmm. I, you know, you know, Susie, you're so knowledgeable. You know too much. I don't know how you've lived with all this knowledge. By the time you're 80 years old, I don't know how much knowledge you're going to have in your brain. I feel like my just head's be- just gonna bust open like a melon. No, That's I think happen. we need to preserve that brain somewhere in a museum because you know too much. And that really helped me when you brought out that women learn differently from men. And that is not going back to the other episode. It's the part where we learn more comfortably in a female environment, mm-hmm. in, a, in, in one who we think understands our problems, what we are, how we have experienced life, they have experienced it too. We feel we we can relate more to that person and learn more from them if they actually understand what we go through, you know? I started following that up. It's something I had felt very uncomfortable about years before when we, even in my high school, I went back, you know, I replayed those memories and I discovered I was more comfortable in the classes that were taught by the women, you know, Mm -hmm. and and it's not because I hate men. No, it's because I felt they knew what was happening with me and the way their approach was different from the men, I think naturally, right? So what I did after our pretty deadly uh, course, mm-hmm. I started going out for that. Even in my lectures, I, I went for the female lectures, uh, lecturers, you know, mm-hmm. I, I paid attention to that. And it turned out like most of my, <laughs> my classes or my lectures that were taught or, you know, taught by the women, mm-hmm. I could even contribute in class. I would raise my hand and contribute without feeling intimidated by how they're, they're going to respond. Mm-hmm. And for the male lecturers, one of the things, uh, there's a lecturer who actually brought it out that Zipporah, you do not contribute in my classes. It's not because of anything, but the way they were responding to the students who actually put up their hands, you know? Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. It, it shatters my self-confidence in a way. It messes up with the way I'm going to think. They do not give you time to think about what you're going to respond. And the women have that patience. Mm-hmm. I talk, I explain, I give my idea. I don't know. There's just that difference. And once I realized that these days I aim for that, go to an environment in which you learn best. And one of the environments that we women learn best from is women 
women's spaces. And when and I, well, pardon? No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, for example, if I want to have um, a boss at work, right? Mm -hmm. I, would, I find it easier to collaborate with a female supervisor mm -hmm. than a supervisor. And it's not a prejudice or anything. I just, it's what is easier for me. And then I will find that there are some ladies who find it easier to have a male supervisor or a male boss. But to me, I find it easier. I learn best. I can easily reach out to a female supervisor or leader or anything like that. And I will learn much from them than I would from a male leader. You see, one of the things that made it easier for me to learn pretty deadly self-defense was because a woman was teaching me. Mm -hmm. And I felt the lack of those uh, of women in those spaces. That is one actually of my uh, one one of my prayers that we have more women in different spaces because many women are not learning things because they're not seeing familiar faces in there. For example, fitness. If we have more fitness trainers that are ladies, women will go there. You know. It's one of the things I appreciate about Pretty Deadly that we have women training. Mm -hmm. I think I, I think one of the issues that happens is, you know, how do you say it? Um, I think what happens is that when you're a woman being taught or led by another woman. Um, because she has she has shared your experience to some degree of what it's like to be a woman in the world, she actually cares about your capacity to learn. And she yeah. cares about communicating the information, whereas I think so often with male lecturers or teachers, um, they they don't care. In the mm. side, I, not that they don't care about their students because they do, but yeah. they they aren't able to put themselves in our shoes and mm. just and just don't care, don't care enough that we have a different experience. Mm. When I the the idea of all female learning environments is not original to me. There's been um, a lot of studies about it and. I learned about this when I was volunteering for a, a creative program in Los Angeles called Right Girl. Mm. Right Girl is a mentorship program of adult professional female writers who work with um, teen girls in the Los Angeles area. Yeah. And one of the things I was doing, I was working as a mentor, but I also ended up working you know, as a job for Write Girl and helping to write grants. And one of the things that I would include in our grant proposals was the statistic that girls do learn better um, in all female environments. And, and I'd quote all the sources that we had for that. But we could also prove that. And the way that Write Girl proved that at the time was that 100% of the girls who applied for college and university and who often had assistance with their college applications from their right girl mentors were accepted into college 
Not mm. a single girl was ever rejected from her, her college application in the United States. Now, the way that Right Girl proves how effective it is for girls and women to learn in all female environments is um, through some of their now adult girls that they had mentored who are now extraordinarily successful young women. One of whom mm. is Amanda Gorman, who gave, who's the, the National Poet Laureate for the United States. And she gave that beautiful moving poem um, during the inauguration in January of President Joe Biden. So mm. it, it, it's, and again, I think it's because in that environment, as well as in Pretty Deadly, as well as, you know, in the environments you're talking about at university, um, we feel comfortable asking questions and we feel comfortable making mistakes and we don't feel like we're entering a hostile environment if we say something that someone else considers stupid. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a little bit, it's it's safer for us to make mistakes or to admit vulnerability in those all female spaces yes which is which is a pity actually mm. you know because so much of learning is about being vulnerable you know you you have to make yourself vulnerable in a lot of ways in order to accept knowledge from somebody else that is true that is true so it could be that it could be difficult for men too. I don't know. I, I don't know. Them. I don't know. Not, not found out from them, but because what what you've really said there, yeah. If I cannot be vulnerable to a teacher or a person training me anything, then I'm not going to expose where I have weaknesses for you to help me and correct them. Right, right, exactly, exactly, because you're too busy defending yourself or you're too busy um, trying to be perfect. It is that exactly, that I'm too busy defending myself, you know, mm-hmm. to the extent that I-, I won't be able to argue out my case clearly. I'll, I'll end up not making any sense, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And it's, I mean, it's something that we talk about in Pretty Deadly, isn't it? You know, that women, as women, we spend about 50% of our time and energy strategizing how to stay safe, defending yourself, essentially, you know? Mm. And, and so that means that 50% of our time and energy is not going to um, our families, our friends, our relationships, our studies, our career dreams, our, our creative dreams. Yeah. You know, our communities, everybody only gets 50% of us because 50% of our time is, is spent trying to stay, is spent defending ourselves. Yeah, true. So, yeah, I mean, it's the same. I think that that, that is applicable across the board, whether it's a physical self-defense or it's an emotional or intellectual self-defense in a, in a university setting is your example. Yeah. Yes. Well, we're trying to change that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> one one person at a time. We'll get there. We, we will. We will. I, I really believe that it doesn't matter how long it will take. That there will be a time, even if it's just one year of experiencing those things, 
it shall take place it will happen you know yes yeah a bright future <laughs> yeah <laughs> light at the end of that tunnel <laughs> yes 